Welcome to the Ed Newsstand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we review on-the-line newsletters about educational tips related to G Suite, or a quick bite newsletters related to educational tips about Apple products. In this episode of the Ed Newsstand Podcast, we are going to look at learning menus or choice boards. Now, learning menus have been around for a long time, but with the increase in the availability of classroom technology, learning menus can take a new form and find more differentiated instruction, teach to varied learning styles, use more mediums, and have more interactivity that is interesting and challenging for students. Each square of the learning menu has an activity, and each activity is an opportunity to practice a primary concept. This encourages more responsibility, accountability, and independence in learning. When creating a learning menu, make sure it first revolves around a single concept or learning expectation. Second, each activity square should relate to multiple intelligences. And finally, each square is an opportunity to learn an individual task, practice with homework, participate in an activity, create a project, or demonstrate mastery with an assessment. In this newsletter, you will find resources from Nadine Gillickson, ShakeUp Learning, Tommy Spall, Jennifer Finley, The Techie Teacher, Chelsea Brown, Alfie Cohn, and ThingLink. Learning menus have traditionally been developed as a 3x3 board, but learning menus can come in many different forms and sizes, as is evident in the examples I provided in the newsletter. Tommy Spall has created a choice board where students pick from a menu of items. He has a main creation called an entree. He has recording audio video as appetizers. He has teacher-led activities as a side. He also has beverages, which are non-digital choices. And finally, he has desserts, which are static pages or embedded areas. You also, on the second page, have some shake-up learning ideas. She provides digital learning menus associated with the four C's and she has a four by two grid for you to choose from. There's also a thing link activity and within that activity you will find many interactive sections of the thing link which demonstrate to students which choices they can make to complete the assignment. With most traditional choice boards it encourages students to complete three activities in a row. There's sometimes a free choice or a non-negotiable space in the middle that all students must complete. To make the learning menu more differentiated, you can color code the squares and require the students to complete a square in each color. Or, the colors could cater to different learning styles or levels of ability, and then you could level students based on those colors. Julie, the techie teacher, gives you five reasons to create digital choice boards instead of these static paper choice boards. She says, first, you can place links to digital tools within the choice boards. This makes it easy for students to quickly and easily navigate to various websites and applications. Secondly, she says there's accountability all in one place. It makes it easy for you to check on each student's progress as well as grade their work. Third, she says that with the learning menus and the choice boards, you're able to rearrange or swap out activities so the choice boards are different every time. You can also easily differentiate for individual students and you can add links to assistive technology tools that they might need in order to be successful in completing that specific assignment. 
Next, she says students can work on them anywhere because they're paperless, meaning if you post it to Google Classroom, they can access it at home, they can access it at their, on their phone, they can access it in school. And finally, with the digital learning menus or choice boards, you can give feedback and grade easily through encouragement and helpful comments so that students know that they are on the right track or if they might need to rethink a certain concept. As I was researching learning menus and choice boards, I came across an article by Alfie Cohn called Choices for Children, Why and How to Let Students Decide. The article starts by saying, as one survey of American schools after another has confirmed, students are rarely invited to become active participants in their own education. Which is why Alfie lists five benefits for giving students choice in their education. The first benefit is it provides effect on their general well-being. Elementary students had higher self-esteem and a greater feeling of academic competence when their teachers bolstered their sense of self-determination in the classroom. Another effect it had was on behavior and values. The truth is that if we want children to take responsibility for their own behavior, we must first give them responsibility. The way a child learns how to make decisions is by making decisions and not by following directions. Next, Alfie says it affects their academic achievement. At least one recent study has found that children given more opportunity to participate in decisions about schoolwork score higher on standardized tests. Other research shows that they are more likely than those deprived of autonomy to continue working even on relatively uninteresting tasks. Next, Alfie says it affects teachers. According to researchers, the teacher is freed from the chore of constantly monitoring and supervising the children's activity and then is able to give their full attention to interacting with children as they work. And the final benefit is the intrinsic value. Apart from the skills that will be useful for students in the future, they ought to have a choice in the present, an idea paramount to 21st century learning. Students ought to help determine the criteria by which their work will be judged and then play a role in weighing their work against those criteria. This achieves several things at once. First, it gives students more control over their education, it makes evaluation feel less punitive, and it provides an important learning experience in and of itself. Learning menus and choice boards have been around for such a long time, I'm sure you've used them in your classroom. I encourage you to try and make those learning menus and choice boards digital and incorporate the opportunity for students to smash apps together to complete squares on the learning menu. Nadine has different apps in every square. Tommy has a mixture of digital and traditional activities to complete and turn in digitally. The Techie Teacher helps you master digital learning menus and ShakeUp Learning incorporates the four C's. I hope you'll check out many of the resources from this podcast in greater detail over on my website and in the newsletter. Thanks for listening and don't forget to tune in to our next episode when we will look at our on-the-line newsletter and explore digital portfolios. Until next time.